I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Alert. Third fundamental point on the way. If something makes you very uneasy, especially if it's something that's being done in a creative field where you have experience, pay attention. Your mind is telling you that there's more to the proce- to process than just your surface reaction. JD, who I would come to know as Jay Dilla, was delivering a drum sound that stopped me in my tracks. A year later or so, he would release the first album from his Detroit band, Slum Village, which both concentrated and extended the brilliant innovations he had used on Bullshit. And after that, he would go on to be one of my closest friends and collaborators. He was younger, and because of that, he wasn't exactly a mentor, and I wasn't exactly an apprentice, but he was certainly an influence. I studied him. I watched the things he did. I was amazed by the way his mind worked and by the way it made my mind work. There's nothing quite like someone else's brilliance, especially if it's left field brilliance that you don't immediately understand. You keep both to keep you both challenged and bewitched. That's fundamental point number four. The hits just keep on coming. Influence isn't primarily about comfort food. It's about challenging your expectations of yourself. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we are live on a Saturday doing feedback on our feedback show. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Just search the Black Guy Who Tips uh, on those places and leave us five star reviews, which we read on the show. Um, but uh, yeah, our show will come up. You can listen to it. You can uh, enjoy it and stuff. Um, and of course, today's uh, excerpt uh, excerpt uh is from uh creative quest which is by uh quest love uh with brian greenman uh who i believe must have been transcribing it um but uh it's the latest book i've been reading it's about creative process and just ideas and advice to creative people and different ways to look at things and like how to get yourself out of a creative rut how to like find inspiration apprenticeship mentorship all that type of stuff and it's, it's a quick read um and uh it's and it's also just very thought-provoking um and that part that he's talking about he's talking about the late great jd who um people may know from slum village to me uh i'm more of a fan of his work with Farside, one of my favorite hip-hop groups of all time and just the way he revolutionized their sound and, and really made a way for a lot of people but um at any rate um he was talking about collaborating with someone that originally when he met jd he dismissed him because jd's like a younger dude very quiet spoken he uh quest was in a room with all these you know big personalities q-tip all this stuff and jd's just over there quiet as hell and does quest doesn't really know him he wanted to work i believe with q-tip and the q-tip was like oh let me or maybe it was far side wanted to work with quest yeah Farside wanted to work with, um, not Quest, it wanted Q-Tip. And Q-Tip was like, I can't do it, but, uh, let me put y'all on to my boy JD, Jay Dilla, and the rest is history. You know, you got Lab Cab in California, which is just, to me, one of the seminal records of hip hop for my, at least for my youth. I can't speak for other people, but classic album to me. And, um, Quest, you know, went through this thing of like, almost like, he typically would be jealous of a peer that is doing work that good almost or like almost intimidated or something but because dilla was so open and so like 
he had a way of not looking at people as rivals but looking at people as fans and inspiration and co-conspirators that drew people into him and made it so you almost couldn't be a rival of the dude you know because he showed so much genuine love to people that you know and, and quest does like say like whether it was cynical whether it was genuine whatever that technique was enough to make people have to be like yeah okay well i like i'm not gonna be upset with this dude i'm not gonna be frustrated by how talented he is and he has a story later how they they were they made a song that they were working on i forget how what the song was but for like a long period of time to get this one track and he uh let jd hear it like over the phone and jd was like oh man that's dope you know you know but i gotta go right now he had to like get on the plane or whatever right and so he called him back a couple hours later and played the track that he had played it himself and he played it back to him was like yeah man i was uh, you know i was thinking about that track you made and i did and he was like he constructed something that took us hours to make after hearing it one time you know and 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 the roots in quest like this is not some when like they they are like people who really get into the grit and the grime of of, of instrumentality and all that mm-hmm. stuff they think about every element of what they're inserting and, and that's why people love them so much right place microphones on the floor put wet paper towels on the on the on the you know like we're gonna record this in a bathroom with wet paper towels on the floor and put the microphones in the tub weird shit like that and then this motherfucker just was like oh yeah it was like this right boom 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 and so um he he talks about that relationship and how like i said he was almost uh like how he allowed working with him to freshen his own creativity um and when i think about that i think about our show because with our podcast you know i look at it as our art form yeah um from jump we never really was like we are gonna be against anyone or we're gonna like this is a competition with other podcasts Uh or um we don't want people on our show we want to build our own audience completely separate of everybody like from day one it was like okay i would like to collaborate with this person i like this person on our show that you know that kind of stuff now we don't do that as much anymore you know i think once you start establishing your voice and routines it's a little harder to uh to do all that shit but you get busier too right exactly but still you know i think that's one of the reasons we have such a good community around us and such and such good reputations with most people that do podcasts because we really have been you know people that extend ourselves and don't look at folks as create like creative uh competition and don't try to put people shit down or tell them like how they're doing it wrong and we're doing it right and um you know my mentality is definitely one of collaboration and also inspiration so you know people inspire me i listen to other people's stuff and i'm like yo that that's dope you don't i don't try to do no copycat stuff but i'm like this approach to this i'm gonna add it to my creative repertoire or think about that mentality that comes up with that and try to think about it you know what i mean and i think that that's definitely a different angle to creativity because most people not most people a lot of people look at creativity as such an insular thing like it's just me just my ideas my process my this but i think by the nature of what we do um you know that that we have to be inspired by other people we should i think if you're a podcaster or whatever field you're in you should be listening to other people you know whenever i hear a podcast that says how they don't listen to other podcasts i'm i'm like that's not a badge of honor to me that's Mm -mm. that's that's really kind of 
that's like a, a person that plays drums that says i never listen to anyone else play the drums like well you probably should you could be learning something you could be adding a new twist or something to what you do so um that's what it made me think about and also uh just listening to you it made me think about growth and the process of growing and learning how to properly grow it's amazing how parents teach their children to grow and to learn and to try new things and to go out there and fail like we teach children these things and i don't know what happens but as we come to an adult we do the fucking complete opposite Mm -hmm. we don't want to challenge we don't want to try we're quick to give up we don't want to hear anybody else's perspective and then we become stagnant and we don't understand why that's because we literally have cut off every line or everything around us that would cause us to grow as the individual person just as a person in life creative just in general just grow and growth and also something else to maybe think about too is that uh, a lot of older people have a tendency to dismiss the youth and a lot of people who have experienced things dismiss the youth because they go you ain't experienced nothing just because somebody quote unquote has not experienced nothing does not mean that they don't have something to give to the world and there are people that are half our ages that have experienced shit that we will never experience in our lifetime we just make the assumption because we have a number to our age that we have experienced things but there are some things that youth have experienced that we will never experience most of us in our 40s and 50s we will never experience being a teenager who happened to deal with social media and snapchat now we we won't we won't ever have to deal with that experience it's something different it's the same but it's different and so you know and the thing is when you dismiss the youth a lot of times you are particularly older people you're dismissing an opportunity for you to grow and learn from them and for them to grow and learn from you because y'all can teach each other but you have to keep the lines of communications open and i think a lot of times advice a lot of times uh older people dismiss younger people a lot of times younger people dismiss older people too because they go well you're just an old fart and you don't know what you're talking about and that's not true either so it just made me think about when you talk about the collaboration thing everybody can learn something from everybody good bad or indifferent most people can learn something from somebody i know for me when you're talking about the show and stuff i know that uh with us having guests on the show particularly comedians i've learned how to be sharper i've learned how to be wittier i've learned how to challenge myself i've learned what callbacks is like like i've learned kind of how to piece those things together listening to their comedy Mm -hmm. and that's something and i don't think i otherwise would have learned i've learned how to be a funnier person because i know at uh one period of time um and people still do people will be like roger our comedian you know why why don't you you know do this and do that and they talk to me and i and and for a long time and i to an extent i still do i kind of dismiss it Mm -hmm. you know because the thing is not to be like i said uh not to brag but i am a funny person you know i like i'm a naturally just a funny person hadn't always been like this had to learn to get a sense of humor but uh i'm a funny person so when people tell me things like you know you're you're funny or you're you're quote unquote a comedian and things like that i have a tendency to dismiss that but in the reality i do have a creative mind uh in comedy you know and so that's something that i'm learning how to tap into that and grow and i don't think i like i said before i don't think i would have did it if it had been for the show yeah i think um also when you're talking about creativity um 
it's not even just an age thing but even amongst your peers whether it's an age range or not age range or not creativity to me isn't necessarily like quest was really big into like mentors and apprentices uh or at least the way he describes some of his relationships and to me i'm like i don't think i don't put labels on the shit it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter i think everybody even in a mentor apprentice relationship it's a co-conspiratorial relationship y'all yes. learn from each other Correct. um and mentor and apprentice don't have to be like a, a age thing even mm-hmm. or experience thing someone could just literally just have a different way of thinking and you're learning from them and i think you know his relationship with jd seemed to be one that you couldn't really encapsulate into the mentor apprenticeship type thing but he still learned from that dude because he was super talented but also just saw things from a different angle and i think that that's why i want when people listen to the show we talk about stuff like comedians and we talk about like someone's comedy special or someone's joke being offensive or whatever you know i'm a little less reactionary to that kind of stuff because i don't look at that art in the way that they look at that art it's Mm -hmm. not it's not a thing where i'm like a person went on stage said something offensive that they never thought about and now i'm pissed that's like that's not how that works you know like this is a whole it took a whole process for that to make it to that stage and so i'm a little less reactionary now sometimes it also means i'm a little less impressed because you know and the same thing when i listen to podcasts you know i remember when cereal was out and everybody was going bonkers over cereal and i listened to it and i was like well as a content producer here's what i'm noticing and people you know some people were upset with me for being like i'm like well it's le- it's it seems like they're leading you to certain conclusions on purpose just to flip the narrative in the next episode and so the 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 narrow the narrative of the podcast takes over the narrative of whatever happened we like we may never know what actually happened Mm-mm. but i do know what this podcast wants me to believe and people didn't like that you know but i'm like i can't turn that off because i'm the content producer of this thing so i'm not gonna look at it the same way you do you know um and i think that's that was a big thing for me um the other thing too was just being inspired by people rather than trying to be because rivalry is a form of inspiration is too but it normally turns into like bitter feelings towards one another right and to be to be able to work with someone and be inspired i think is a huge different skill set and mm-hmm. the thing about jd that uh as a way quest describe him uh that i that i know i have is to be a fan of somebody yes even if i'm a contemporary with that person i can still be a fan of that person i don't feel any i don't feel any shame embarrassment i don't feel any level of like um whatever to be like i'm a fan of you even if you told me i'm a fan of you like like if i like i'm not gonna lie to you and be like i'm a fan of you i never heard of you in my life i'm not that kind of person but like there's more shit going on in the world and in the room than just me and so even if someone was like yo i really look up to your show or whatever i'm inspired by your show i like your show i'm you know i might listen to their show and i'm like i'm inspired by your show i love what you talk about and and don't try to turn it into a competition of and now i'm gonna take the things you do and say and make it my Mm -hmm. thing or now i'm gonna you know i'm gonna take your shit i'm not gonna give any credit where i found it like i'm not a secret fan you know like and i know people that do that you know we have people that you know uh and i I know when the, especially like for celebrities and stuff when the net like they they're scared almost to say they like something um but you know i i know that feeling of like i'm a fan of this thing and i want to let these people know i'm a fan of this thing even if it is kind of a little awkward where they're like i listen to your show or whatever i'm you made me start i'm like 
cool but what you're doing is is a great job and it's not because we had the same set of opinions Mm -mm. or reached the same conclusions right that's not it i just like the art form i like the work ethic i like the the different angles of creativity some of it funny some of it you know serious some of it um you know documentarian type style it doesn't matter if i'm a fan of i'm a fan of and i think that's what i i've really appreciated about that little um that excerpt so all right well you know what segment that was guys speaking of inspiration butterflies in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can do anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow I always say be anything is I mean do anything is be anything yeah I had to learn that too I used to say that too then I, I listened I was like I don't think she's saying do oh god I'm terrible at this I, I used I to do. say it too you can't really hear it so like yeah. I do it every episode alright let's uh <laughs> get into the show sometimes I go back and forth cause you know us I made my own version like all the other songs it's a feedback show we're gonna go over your voicemails we're gonna go over your emails we're gonna go over your comments on our website we're gonna go over your five star reviews um but first of all we're gonna talk about the people that gave us some money money. our favorite people yes i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment under trump (laughs) all right triangle wide co hey y'all cal g our boy chris from hawaii aloha uh april g tabitha m Brianna F. Corey, aka The Tickler. Alexis H. Tanya S. Samuel H. Jr. Dana W. Virginia G. Our boy Wonga from Down Under. Hope you're staying, uh, safe, safe baby. down there. Yes. It's everything on fire. Everything. Uh, it's like Usher's pants on the tour bus, okay? Oh, no. Rebecca M. Jane M. Our girl Charlotte Huang Esquire, please say the Esquire. You better. Tiffany B, Virginia P, Kelly C, all of them rhyme. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a one-time donation from Barbara M. Thank you very much, Barbara. Um, Lindsay B, Alfonso M, Jeff F, Palmetto Stone Magic, and that is everybody. <laughs> Today's a new day, but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds and stars and stuff, and I feel like a cold night. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. But tell me, where are my blue skies? All right, all right, let's get into this uh, five-star reviews. We got a couple. Uh, we got one on Stitcher and I think two on iTunes. Um, three, uh, no, two on iTunes. Chicken sandwiches, 
five stars i found the blackout tips after googling black and game of thrones it's the blackest funniest on point podcast i listen to here's why i guess the race reading rainbow popeye's chicken sandwich karen's idea for a bra we can just rip off calling out <laughs> calling out judith uh on the walking dead uh switch into colonizer mode their progressive politics justin i could go on thank you rod and karen and this is from nutty rn 2020 thank you thank you we appreciate it we black got, plus game of thrones equal us and we got this one that says it's from australia but it's weird because the uh the actual uh comment says toronto so uh, we'll see uh it's from sa girl 91 says magnifique who says five stars i have only been listening for a year but i really enjoy karen and rod's show fun facts uh when i fun fact when i started listening i thought you two were friends who were hosting a great show together oh it's often said that the best foundation to any marriage is a great friendship people can say it's a cliche but it's true hope you keep going from strength to strength best wishes from toronto peace emoji peace thank you and uh yeah that's cool i i never heard that's one I, honestly we've never heard before the, i thought y'all was just friends um but uh yeah you know you do have to be friends i think for a good marriage to work and yeah, we were we were friends for years yeah i think it's weird uh when people poo poo that or talk about right, how right how that's so that's whack so, or whatever and stupid and dumb and i definitely don't want to be dating my best friend type shit i, I don't know man like maybe get some new friends um no. what kind of friendships you got that's so fucked up that y'all can't be yeah we, we just know. we just fuck mates what the hell is this i, I can't talk to you or come to you yeah. in the time of need because we just friends yeah I don't, I don't know i feel like at some point you're gonna need a friend dog uh, come on now, i'm not saying you need to get rid of all your other friends and all that Mm-mm. type of shit that's not what i'm advocating but i just want to say like at some point whether you want to or not yeah maybe if you don't want to maybe that's why people get divorced but you gonna need that friend somebody's going to be understanding and have compassion and all that shit like yeah you're going to need those people around you you know especially as you get older and shit starts happening to your body start losing relationships jobs stress children you're gonna need somebody that's more than just like the sexy times fucking or we're going out on a romantic date not that you should try to get rid of those things but just you're gonna need more than just you know the stuff that you think about normally when you think about romance and relationships Mm -hmm. is all this like kind of honeymoon type stuff but yeah and that dies down and i don't mean in a bad way but you Mm -hmm. know as you with somebody it's almost like the intense the love is still there the intensity isn't as intense but it it, i've learned of it is it is a deeper love yeah i think what you define it by is just that's what changes correct you know and i think like i said my friend rashida said in high school and i laughed but it's really deep was i love you for what i know love to be right now and that's how everybody loves everybody really and Mm -hmm. yeah you just have to accept you don't know everything and i you know maybe 10 years from now you'll feel differently but uh one thing i don't think has changed throughout the entire time is you're gonna need somebody that you can be friends with on a level that is more than just like some cordial shit and then we also fuck like you're gonna need something deeper than that because you're talking about people that might go through you with like a serious sickness uh the death of people in your family Mm -hmm. the um you know tragedy with with, and and, uh, like not just the ups the ups but some of the downs anyone can go through the ups you know but the downs you're gonna need that friendship um just Brittany writes in five stars uh this is on stitcher 
the best podcast ever yay i finally figured out how to leave a review somewhere i usually listen on google Podcasts or spotify anyway i can't get enough of you guys and your podcast i've gone through a lot in the past year and listening to y'all has helped me get through it hopefully i will be able to be get premium one day because right now i just listen to episodes over and over until i get a new one lol yeah you gotta go premium man you'll never run out of shit it's it's literally thousands of hours behind the paywall i promise you. i hope you can uh get it one day man mm-hmm. anyway i love you guys and if i can figure out how to leave a review somewhere else i will leave another bye p.s my name is pronounced Brittany like spears oh you know what i think i said it right the first time mm-hmm. that is a new record for me <laughs> nobody usually gets it right okay i'm out well guess what Brittany? i got it right okay mm-hmm. um uh but yeah so thank you for the five star review um on stitcher and itunes uh the people who lead those you guys are the real mvps yes y'all are um making your new year's resolution to figure out how to leave us one um it's really simple uh you know search on google uh stitcher the black guy tips our page will come up yes it will and you can leave it on a computer it won't work on a phone for some reason it's like phone Mm -mm. but you can leave it on a computer and on itunes you can either download itunes the app or on your phone go to your uh itunes or podcast app and it'll say leave a review for this podcast some of y'all are listening to us right now on a thing that would allow you to leave us a review and you haven't done it Mm -hmm. i say do it for 2020 please for real make that your 2020 your 2020 uh a uh, list of things to do for the rest of the year can i let you Resolutions. guys can i let you guys in my head for a second every week when it's review time i do not look to see if we got any new reviews until we do the podcast on the feedback show yeah because it's don't. really it's honestly like a surprise and a treat for me yeah to 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 see what y'all thought of us and how many people gave a fuck that week and some weeks it is disappointing it's like you look under the christmas tree and nobody gave a fuck but some weeks you guys like light up the the you know there's a bunch of reviews and all this stuff and uh it just makes you feel loved and appreciated and like your work is worth something and people give a fuck <laughs> so you know if you if, if if something inside of you is like i want to do something nice for them that's just going to take a little bit of time from me right and don't cost and, anything yeah like that's a really nice way to help make our week you never know because mm-hmm, we understand everybody ain't got five on it but you can leave them five stars do right. we get anything on sport reviews or no no okay so if you've done that just know that you've made our day a little bit every time so yeah. thank you everyone who's already done it thank you as well all right uh comments on the episode 2025 reflections was a feedback episode we got three comments brooklyn shoebag says it can't be said enough i love your reading rainbow segment i like hearing the discussion that follows i like the new information i received i like learning i can't say that enough thank you for sharing well, i think brooklyn shoebay might be a librarian as well so that might she okay. might be a little biased <laughs> you might be a little biased but nah I'm, I'm glad you like it man it's so funny that a, a person not liking it is the thing that made it stick around mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm they never gonna change that five four to five that five stars but Mm-mm-mm. you know what they're they're four they're one star of unhappiness was five stars for other people it generated a lot of a lot of love and content for a lot of other people but mill 73 says in my voicemail on this episode i said i've been listening to podcasts since 2004 and you wonder how uh one would even get podcasts in 2004 back then 
what i used to do was download the episode to my computer then transfer to the my mp3 player notice i said mp3 player not ipod it's not the it's not that ipods weren't invented because they were the first ones came out in 01 in the itunes store uh and the itunes store was up and running by then my cheap ass had a creative nomad jukebox zen series Ooh, oh my goodness I think the only podcast I follow was podcast by New York Times and maybe a tech news podcast also from the New York Times. Downloading was a pain in the ass and not really convenient at all. I really didn't start listening every day until around 2010, 2011. By then it was apps on the phone that downloaded the shit in the background. Yep. I also, uh, used to download my podcast, uh, from my computer at first. And what I used to do first was actually iTunes because iTunes was around and I would download it into iTunes. I had it set to like go out there and sweep for the podcast I followed every day. And then I took my iPod up to my computer, mm-hmm. move it over manually. And mm-hmm. then I bring my iPod to work. And that was back when I had to, I had to get a firewire or whatever it's called converter to make my brick iphone connect to my pc because i've never owned a mac mm-hmm. um and i had to do a deal with that shit yeah that that was something else and i remember you hand me down that brick and this literally was the 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 that was like literally the side of the brick. i'm talking about you when you turn it the wheel and it's like click 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 and i kept that thing i worked for years the it dude looked at me like what the hell is this oh my gosh how do you still have this antique phd ramsey says five stars for anyone who wants the african-american christmas paper cards etc etsy has some really cool ones as you put a link on etsy if you want to see the link yourself you can go to uh you can go to the 2025 reflections episode of our podcast uh on our page the blackoutist.com um and that's the last comment on reflections um let's get into the poll which was and i surprised karen with this because she didn't know at the time but have you ever taken a tour of your own city yes yes uh and, and we had a ball y'all um but i also want to like right say do a uh a, 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 i don't want to say a more serious tour but like a tour tour uh be a horse and carriage or a bus or something like that but yeah it is this city has more rich details than i've would have known traveling around and i'm like you know what it's simple trade street that's where they traded but uh i went to live then so i wouldn't have known so it's interesting to learn about the things about the places and streets you drive down all the time you take that shit for granted uh yes no or my city doesn't have tours Hmm. uh 27 percent of y'all have taken the tour of your own city yay 65 percent have not because most people don't think twice about it i was just in this group for 41 most, years of my life yeah most people don't think twice about actually seeing mm. what happens around them and then of course seven percent says my city doesn't have tours because i try to allow for some of y'all may live places that don't got tours of cities like we live in a major city so uh, yeah you know, i'm sure small towns yeah. yeah you might not have a city you know if you live in like huntersville they might not do a tour what would be the point you know and some of the newer towns you know when people start really developing right for the first time really there's not, no history. not a lot of history like this is, was that farm field for a long time <laughs> until it got sold brooklyn shoe babe says uh but i want to because i can tell i can't tell you how to get anywhere in new york city one of the great joys of chaperone and class trips was that i got to see nyc landmarks with my with my uh kids 
uh allegra says it is pretty cool the city of milwaukee has a canal slash river that runs through downtown so you can take a boat tour that talks about the city's architectural history as mm-hmm. we head out into a very small portion of lake michigan on uh summer's day lake michigan can be cold as shit but it's still fun Ooh, that sounds like fun mm-hmm. um episode 2026 the Ant Hills have eyes <laughs> well we talked about the struggle to integrate schools the funny bus tour that we took mm-hmm. uh rihanna making shaggy audition to be on the, her album and then he said he wouldn't do it miss barnes 72 says i cringe when i heard lonnie lonnie love make her comments because she talked about black men being unable to be faithful because of slavery mm-hmm. the first thing that i thought of was that she may have had unfortunate encounters with black men i also had unfortunate encounters with all types of men but i cannot be that person to say that all black men are shit because not all black men are like what i encountered it was just sad that she had the, that perspective yeah the other thing it made me think about too because she is married to a white man um who was more unfaithful than fucking white men i mean if we're talking about slavery there's a big fucking elephant in the room which is every light-skinned black person in america like what the fuck are you talking about oh we were very faithful to our wives anyway let me introduce you to my slave kids like come on man i just hate i hate when people use that weird pseudoscience shit and then on a national platform like that it's just so fucking irresponsible and amanda still sitting there agreeing with it and it's just bad it's just bad it's her temper it's her temper it's her temp bullshit yes sir sofa king says you and karen spoke a whole word during y'all's reading rainbow segment this episode you nailed it and it also made me think of those head asses who whenever homophobia or transphobia comes up get on that bullshit talking about well if it's a phobia what am i afraid of that that's exactly what you're afraid of <laughs> i'll take it a step further than that you and karen touched on this during the segment what these racist homophobes transphobes xenophobes etc are really afraid of is that if they accept us as people if they have to admit that they're not that we're not evil and that we're not here to replace them if giving us equality and a seat at the table doesn't destroy the country if we're not the boogeyman that they're they were raised to think that we are if they have to share with us and treat us like they treat themselves and the world keeps turning then they will be faced with the truth that an idea that has been central to their belief system for their entire lives is bullshit and they're afraid to face that maybe more than anything because if they admit that they've been wrong about that then they have to start questioning what else they believe their whole lives is also bullshit and what has their lives ever been about if everything that they believe is a lie and they're not equipped to have that conversation with themselves Mm-mm. yep I couldn't have put it better i actually have nothing to add to that that's exactly what i mean and yeah i do like that point about the phobia like because people do use that excuse homophobic how i'm homophobic i'm not scared of gay people i'm like if you say i don't want my kids to see a commercial with a boy playing with a barbie that does mean you're that's fear talking yes that is that's fear so now so why are you afraid lola writes uh and plus fear is complicated fear is fight or flight adrenaline gland kicks in not out not every fear is treated by running away some uh, agreed some fear is treated by i don't know going in someone's neighborhood and burning it down to the ground because you don't want them to live next to you yeah sometimes fear turns into violence and right fear turns into anger right 
you know so it can be both you can do white flight by moving out of a neighborhood because one black family moved in and you can also it's also the same fear impulse that has other people going i'm gonna burn down the black people's house for moving in same thing same same tributary of bigotry lola dolo right saying rod when you said roanoke to start the sword ratcheting this story i almost spit out my drink my little country hometown on the show for some foolishness <laughs> imagine my face when you read the names of the people and the victim grew up down the street from me oh no the whole family has mental illness and this story doesn't surprise me at all the family is always in some shit shooting at each other and fighting each other is normal behavior for them damn wow that's intense uh the poll was do black men cheat more than other men because of slavery no all these men ain't shit yes but not because of slavery and yes karen yes not because so black men cheat more often than other men because oh no 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 i'm sorry i thought you're talking about all men no 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 so answer is no no all these men ain't shit okay 86 (laughs) percent of the audience 86 percent of the audience agrees with you that all these men ain't shit uh third about 14 percent of them did say that uh black men cheat more but not because of slavery and zero percent just said yes so i guess nobody agrees with lonnie love flat out but some of them agree it's just not because of slavery just a little bit uh i personally haven't done the 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 research so i don't know uh the poll i mean the next one was welcome to and well 2027 welcome andrew yang to the cookout (laughs) um because he said he gonna he gonna tackle the black issues y'all yes uh we had some comments jamil scorpio says the real sex discussion brought back memories i think the worst was the penis puppeteer one like who in the hell was asking for a puppet show where a person made their dick look like a bird but i must say those hbo sex shows had a lot of unintentional comedy thank you guys for the trip down memory lane Mm -hmm, they really did felix says the last guest to race man how in the hell are you a concerned neighbor but not let the scared woman in your house while you call the cops why would you do that to your mom uh do that to your mom in the first place i swear if that kid did that in zambia all the uncles were ganged up and take t- taking turns beating his ass i could feel myself turning into one right now god that made me so mad my parents raised me to respect my elders and hearing stuff like this like raw brother gonna get his head caved in i don't know if i said any of that right <laughs> uh the nerve of this gremlin my word i need a cup of tea treating your own mom like that for youtube views bruv the audacity i need a cup of tea (laughs) also oh also great show as always love y'all thanks felix thank you yeah the thing i keep wondering about um because i understand like i low-key do understand not letting a person in your house but Mm -hmm it would be a specific set of circumstances like when that drunk white girl kept knocking on our patio door i absolutely said i'm calling the police uh i'm not about to go out like bigger uh okay i read native son all right i don't know what's what's gonna happen with this drunk white lady i just know whatever's gonna happen gonna have to be on the outside of the porch until the police get here yes sir um but at the same time if someone was like literally knocking on my door screaming for help i think maybe i would let them in that's a little bit different circumstance but who knows man motherfuckers be scared they're gonna get got yep so like that's why when you said she was it didn't cross my mind because i I could see somebody going it's a lady screaming out here y'all need to come help no i'm not opening up my door because i don't know what's actually going on but i will actually call for assistance like i'm i'm not going to 
i'm not gonna leave her out there and not send help yeah i think and i think also the fear and adrenaline in a situation like that i'm a little less judgmental of people than than most because i think obviously from the calmness of my computer and i know the full story now i can just be like why didn't they let her in but you know when i think about it i'm like i guess i could see a scenario where you were scared and thought maybe you know as a setup or i'm gonna let this woman in because people do some evil shit right yeah i can see how but i mean i would hope in that case i would let someone in honest to be frank i would hope that i would let somebody in experiencing an emergency like that but haven't been in that situation so what do i know car uh, o, o green 32 says cardi b's movie about becoming a politician would have to be called from the pole to the pole right y'all be easy uh possibly i can see it from stripping to being a politician eve says real sex brings back memories i don't know how i got with uh got away with having cable tv in my room from the age of 10 and up but after my parents went to bed i'd stay up with the television turned down low and watch real sex it blew my mind that and taxi cab confessions what people told their entire Mm -hmm. life story it blew my mind that was my other jam too that was weird taxi cab confessions was weird to me though because um i don't know how you ever signed a release for this shit that y'all talking about it's like they just hop in the back of the taxi cab and somebody's like where to and they're like take me to bleaker street oh man i just did so much cocaine man i'm just oh man i've been getting caught <laughs> at work been just walking around my dick out at work i'm like why did you sign a release to this don't shouldn't you just no i don't why would i ever want the world to see the things i just told you you know people they making out in the back seat yeah so i don't know maybe it was more to that show than i knew about like how they got releases and shit but it just seemed like everyone should get out their taxi and be like hell no you can't use that footage uh anyway uh hbo used to have some wild late night documentaries do you remember the documentary pimps up hoes down that was a hood mm-hmm. classic do i remember it all time classic Death all the time american pimp now pimps up hoes down was not an hbo documentary mm-hmm. i don't believe that's just a regular documentary mm-hmm. same thing with american pimp like i don't think i think the one that was an hbo <clears throat> hbo documentary was hookers on, on the, the point. point yes yeah um so that one okay that's when you got some actual like uh hbo involvement and they had that dude that narrates to the jazz mm-hmm. uh it was like bad spoken word terrible spoken word jazz bass in the background mm-hmm. um you got this clip from there what's up girl uh i'm sucking dick right now let me call you right back <laughs> classic classic clip uh doug b says 100 that kid pulled a fake robbery on his mama for youtube views has fucked with me mostly because my mother would have beaten my black ass to death for doing some something stupid like that yeah well you know um i guess he he learned his lesson because he got charged with a crime you know mm-hmm. oh yeah charge you yeah that, you, would you like to charge all all the sentencing uh <laughs> oh man i want I, I i can't i kept thinking about that story later i just wonder how his mom feels you know because she didn't know when she called the police but i mean it is her son you know does she is she like i'm glad to go to jail go you know go to prison now forever whatever the fuck uh or is she like damn i, I don't want my son to go to jail for this but i i'm mad at him but 
prison no you know i'd rather even i to be honest i'd rather kick my son out of my house before i wanted them to go to jail for this but i you know that's just me personally yeah yeah you know what like i said i uh you know i'm just talking but yeah that'd be a very difficult decision i know you never living here again would always be an option because uh you have broke the trust like right. like the trust trust you have broken that because you're irresponsible you being irresponsible and you thinking this shit is motherfucking cute yeah he watched jackass one too many times one too many motherfucking times i was like pack your shit you got to go the poll was did you have did you have the best sex of your life in 2019 because a lot of people did apparently half the people well not half the people to listen to blackout tips <laughs> 12 percent of y'all had the best sex of your life in 2019 hey we're getting it in but but 88 percent of y'all did not have the best sex of your life in in 2019 oh you had it before that i'm assuming the parents maybe maybe you looking forward to maybe you're optimist you like 2020 gonna be the year we get it lakita says per the poll i was too worried about my health and future on a personal societal level oh yeah i guess well you know what though it's like does that make the sex better or worse i don't know depends on who you ask it's like damn trump in office shit might blow up tomorrow you know what i'm finally gonna eat some ass like maybe that's how <laughs> maybe that's how a lot of people be thinking you know we're going to world war three i might as well suck a dick right like i you know i didn't have i had some things on my bucket list i wasn't gonna get to but shit it's the bucket time like it's now or ever for this face sitting thing let's have it let's make it happen let's do it tie me up or whatever you know um we didn't have any comments on our final episode of the week considering diversity um but we did have a poll and the poll had three comments the poll was who's telling the truth bernie sanders or elizabeth warren elizabeth warren um karen says elizabeth warren as does 90 percent of our liberal cuck social justice warrior audience okay um our pc mafia audience uh believes elizabeth warren let me guess because hashtag believe women mm. i don't I, I just believe she's telling the truth i believe her uh i believe her mostly because of the way she stepped to him after that fucking thing is how you step to somebody that's been lying on you uh, it's just i'm sorry I, if she could fake that she a great actress i don't know what to tell you and for a woman that you know had the pocahontas shit with her and stuff i feel like uh we know when she's full of shit and that one seemed like she was real as fuck to me um but also i just don't the thing i noticed the people that go like bernie wouldn't say that or bernie didn't do it are also the same people that are like well i also don't think a woman would win so i'm like so then why do you think it's so impossible for him to have said to her anyway um the poll is who's telling the truth 90% 90% say Elizabeth Warren, 10% say Bernie Sanders. Sofa King says, man, I voted on this poll sight unseen before I had caught up on the day's news or even listened to the podcast. My knee jerk reaction on seeing the poll was that nigga probably lying. Billy says, what Bernie probably said is something like there's a huge portion of America, both Democrat and Republican, that I is only comfortable with seeing a white man as president. And I don't know if running a woman right now is a good idea. And that somehow got translated to a woman can't win. And honestly, there's some truth into what he probably said yeah i think a lot of people believe that but a lot of people believed a black man couldn't be president before barack obama did it um the thing for me that i have to that that there's a fine line but i want people to understand even as a pragmatist some things are worth doing for for the fact that they need to be done correct and i can't impress upon people enough that 
to some extent we have to stop naysaying shit that is totally within the realm of possibility people said we couldn't have trump as president and it happened come on nah. hillary clinton won that fucking uh election by three million votes so while people are worried about the practicalities of what these white people will and won't vote for there also needs to be some consideration done for the fact of what's right and you know it's like impeachment no i don't expect trump to be thrown out of office or resign nope but to a certain extent i understand the argument of just do it because it's the right thing to do and this needs to be a time where we look back and say some people were doing the right thing you know and i do understand that so i think when people are very dismissed also and just to be point blank also am not hung up on this shit i do think a woman could win i'm not saying elizabeth warren will win i'm not even saying she'll be the nominee but i think if she were the nominee she could easily win i don't think it's so um insane if you guys have been paying any attention to the local elections since 2016 a lot of blue has been winning because people are just that like it scared a lot of people trump winning um scared a lot of people and the things that his administration have done has done is motivated a lot of the people that were too i can't be bothered to to start voting and i'm a little bit optimistic because those people have been voting consistently since 2016 this wasn't a they was upset in 2018 and then they stopped or they was upset in 2017 and then they stopped no they be going to the polls this virginia, time we're going to the polls next time virginia has an entire blue state uh north carolina has a blue governor now um like there are people voting there are people organizing um will it be enough i don't know but i don't know if it's bernie if it'll be enough and i think even if it's bernie or biden or whoever comes out and it's a man right what's gonna be the excuse when they lose come on like i I just think people need to accept that like the the bigger point here is to get trump out of office and if we go if we start from there the bickering because let's be frank this does not matter Mm-mm. not the the and not by this i mean bernie's like uh transcript that tells people to like not to vote for elizabeth warren because uh she won't be bringing in poor white people into the party or even if he did tell her straight up uh even if he said it the not fucked up way like i mean even if he said it the fucked up way like i don't think a woman can win and then went out there and lied about it it don't matter Mm-mm. it don't matter end of the day it won't fucking matter only one of them gets to be the candidate whoever the person is out of all the people they get number vote they, they should be getting your vote they should be getting my vote end of the fucking day i don't mind no squabbing it out but this is a part of the process this is less than a footnote in history right it's a blip on the radar the people who will obsess over this are gonna be your twitter nerds who argue politics all day it won't matter in three years it won't matter in the end of this year it won't matter in november it won't matter lakita says i'm seeing people say they'll vote for bernie or nobody and i'm scared jl was right in the first podcast it won't tear their lives apart so they don't care it's a fun game i'm counting on the hope that they're just internet crazies god or the universe or the giant pancake in the sky help us all here's the thing man those same people then this is the thing that uh, a lot of these people do not just the bernie or bust people but even the like i'm so woke and black i won't vote people mm-hmm. they want all the credit and none of the blame correct and i don't like that shit and so i don't mind them saying 
uh i'm not gonna vote unless it's for bernie cool uh, that's fine that's your opinion that's your prerogative hey i don't feel like voting that's fine but then don't run around telling me shit like uh i told you they was gonna lose because you know i wasn't gonna vote for them well if that's the case why the fuck don't you want me to turn around and call you a dumbass for doing that come on now you can't have it both ways you either you either sit this shit out and you go it ain't my fault i don't have enough power to change anything yeah, so leave me the fuck alone and don't complain because i'm not trying to i know people say that but i don't want to hear your goddamn opinion i don't care you did not vote you have no opinion because you're not voting you're saying whatever happens happens so be it right so it's just that 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 thing and so the burning of bus people all those people it's all the same type of person to me because what happens is most people mind they think burning a bus those are white people so it's okay to critique white people we can be like you're stupid you're fucking the country up don't you understand how dumb this is but then when it's someone of a different demographic that does the same stupid behavior i gotta be tolerant of it i gotta be nice about it no you're just as dumb you're just as self-destructive and you just as much don't give a fuck so to me i think that's the distinction there so the bernie bus people annoy me but let's be frank without these niggas she hillary clinton was three million votes ahead in the popular vote without these motherfuckers and that's with not just uh her campaign and stuff you got to think about that's what a targeted attack from the cia alleging that something was in her emails and we need to investigate one more time within a week of the time to vote so like we were talking about a like a, a a collaboration of events that that just completely disroded just 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 uh eroded the process against her and i don't know if that'll happen to the i don't think that'll happen to the newest person that's nominated or whatever but my whole point is i don't have time to worry about Mm-mm. whether or not these people are going to come around fuck them they don't need to come around what they need to come around is not come around me agreed and 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 the thing is is that um i am on the anybody but trump train so you know the 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 politicians going at each other on the democratic side that's part that's part of the process cool right. but like i said for people talking about i'm not voting for people talking you know I me mean, talking about um you know voting third party and all that stuff like i said i don't want to hear your opinion on law i just don't care I'm just flat. I just don't care. And, uh, because when you don't vote, you're saying whatever happens, happens. Well, then as somebody that voted, I have the goddamn right to complain. I have the right to complain. I can say I didn't vote for you, goddammit. I have the right to complain. I have the right to fuss. I have the motherfucking right to be angry because I did something. Yep. Uh, alright. You can leave voicemails at 704-5570. Oh, wait, 704 557 Six. Six. Yeah. There you go. 704-557-0186. Leave voicemails after two minutes or less. You will get cut off. So. I think I'm calling the black guy who just itself. This is Miss Smart. And I had to stop at episode 2027 about the baby chip. First of all, this is some black mirror shit. Do not fall for this. Because all it's going to do is start tracking your baby into criminalization. And then in 10 years, your child will be in fifth grade and they'll come to arrest him because his heart rate went up and he didn't immediately go to the bathroom because that's the pattern that was established when he was two months old. Do not fall for it. Stop pushing this baby tagging agenda riding, Karen. Don't do it. I know you don't have children of your own, but you have a wide audience. And we really don't need children to be chipped. Furthermore, they're putting some type of electrical device near a pamper. Pampers are wet. This is a recipe for a whole bunch of fried children in the middle of the night getting electrocuted. Thank you, and have a good 
Uh, <laughs> thank you, Miss Smart. You know, I hadn't thought about that angle before, but Please, no, we don't want the kids to get electrocuted. Well, I was gonna say I do. No. Have you guys met kids? Some of their asses need to be shocked and taken to prison. So, uh, if anything, if anything, this is more of a reason to put a chip it's in your kid. Yeah, again. So I guess this is going to be a. T- oh wait, the, uh, my bad. Tatanya left a message, and I, for some reason, it played part one, part two first. Okay. So I gotta wait for the first Hi, Rod one. Hi, and okay, Karen. Go. It's your lady. Oh, it's broken uh, up. I would hope. Uh oh. So pitch perfect. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. Um, my cousins, my southern cousins, I'm so excited. Um, Thank you so much for your for your encouragement and your support, and thanks for the follows on the fake ballerina. I really oh. do appreciate it. Um, so I will keep going and um, do my best. Um, so funny, actually. Um, apparently, this past Sunday, Lizzo made a statement that she's looking for thick girl ballerinas. So actually, since then, a lot of people people I don't even know she found my Instagram account so Whoa. I'm taking it aside to keep going with this and keep building it up and thank you so much to the other um, black guy who takes listeners who I followed I really do appreciate it I'm going to post more, more content soon um, condolences to you Karen on the passing of your mother and sending you so much love and light during this difficult time for sharing thank you. this with us and I hope that you are up with the support from us listeners um and one last thing i was thinking about um about megan and harry and in reaction to that i'm always loved harry as a kid and i was excited that when he picked megan and um i'm really excited that he's standing up for her and i guess at some point you said brought him this making me think of how like i guess we sort of sometimes look for ourselves in the celebrities mm-hmm. and I remember when I read this book about Megan and that she also studied international affairs and went into the arts so I think I always felt the kinship for her because of that so I'm excited to hear that Harry's signing for signing up for her and that they're finding their way um, and making it alright so she got cut off no week. Um, but anyways um, so yes I just wanted to finish my last point what I was saying with Megan and Harry and that um, I'm encouraged to see that he is standing up for her and that um, as well as she's standing up for herself and that they're a team and that they are carving that they're protecting their family um, and that they are carving a new space in the institution of the monarchy. Um, also because my parents are from Russia, I have always and um, my mom has always been watching the royal family so I've always been like sort of my a little bit fascinated just fascinated with them I own that um, and um, it's just in, I guess encouraging to see so I was excited when I saw Megan joining the family because in some of the books about the Queen that I've read from biographers um, they do make a big fact about the Commonwealth and that like and there was actually one mention in this book I forgot the name but I think it was the, the author was Andrew Barr I'll look it up um, and he in the book he had mentioned like um, like because of the Commonwealth, one day wouldn't be that one day it might be possible that the diversity of the Commonwealth would be reflected in in the modern in the royal family. So I thought it was kind of kind of uh, I guess sort of like when Megan 
when Harry picked me and I kind of felt like that was sort of like a um, fulfillment of like that section of that book. So um, it's just interesting to see um, this happening at this time and um, I look forward to seeing more of what, what they do with um, carving out this new role in this royal family and like what good they'll do. Anyways, we'll keep listening to you guys. Happy Oh, she got cut off again but that was the end thank you katanya um i think i said Tatanya when i first read it my bad but uh yeah thank you katanya and uh yeah you know i I, listen um you don't have to thank me following you on instagram because Mm -hmm. if we're being frank um you had me at thick okay Mm -hmm. this is what uh you I'm know on, why i came yeah this is what i'm on instagram for so uh and i'm glad other people came out there and, mm-hmm. and um and followed you as well but um yeah the uh you know it's it's dope to see like that lizzo uh you know uh following or uh, i guess moment that you got to have like that's dope like and now i think with people being like really trying to stress like body positivity inclusiveness all this stuff like people are seeing images up front that they otherwise normally don't ever get to see unless it's quote unquote your special moment to shine it's like you know in the real world these shapes bodies just walk around but uh, but for some reason when it's presented out to the public you want to hide them well not just that but i was gonna say seeing people go out and look for folks to be right. and, and the, the social media gives us a place for people to be already so you know if i'm just searching for like okay i would like some i would like thick ballerinas oh shit is one already out here on instagram follow you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i hope you get some opportunities based off of that and you know and like get i said opportunities baby hey right and no matter what happens at least you know you pursued your dream um you embrace your creativity and stuff because that is the part you know that's the only part that matters like i you know i'm not saying for example i'll use ourselves as an example and i'll use one of my friends as an example uh my man bomani jones who does uh high noon and several podcasts as well um he works at espn now he's on tv pretty much every day but i remember when he was on the radio in raleigh and i was listening to him and um you know we got to be pretty cool you know he's he's just like a really cool uh open dude like that or or at least he was for me i can't you know let me speak to my experience so he uh i remember one time uh he had lost his job at uh in raleigh and he was you know between jobs and i was like yo you should uh you know like i I was basically like you're gonna be all right now i know some people think the platitudes of it's gonna be okay well it wasn't like that for me i may i hopefully he didn't receive it that way but i truly do believe in his talent and i think Mm -hmm. he's uh a sharp dude he's pragmatic but he's smart and he just is he's uh talented in a way where he can um express his opinion and give people an angle on things that they may not have considered um while also uh you know uh at least for my opinion appearing to be like you know um interesting and engaging like it's very hard like there's people that can do one or two of those things like i mean shit lonnie love amanda seals they're like they're interesting and engaging but are they necessarily 
giving you something that you feel like okay this is smart i won't hear this anywhere else or they thought about this in a way that i haven't you know like that it stands up to like my logic and reasoning and stuff you know charlemagne like do i feel that i'm like okay this is very this person is very uh intellectually smart and they know what they're talking about doesn't mean they agree with you or whatever but do they give you all those things at once and he does and not so you know uh there was another time he worked in and uh serious was serious for a while and then he was leaving that to go to espn to be on like around the horn and eventually it burned turned into some tv opportunities and then he got his own show and we were talking before his show and i said before he got his show and before it had like premiered and i told him like dude this is the thing you already made it because he was like you know we have to show successful and what if it doesn't do this what if it no the pursuit was the thing getting you got to the baseline you you don't have any control over whether or not america fucks with you Uh, agreed you don't like i you know it happens all the time right you do the best job you can do you create the thing that is unique to you that utilizes your talent that puts the best forward foot you can that's that's your only responsibility and to be frank when you're on tv it's a bunch of other people's responsibility it's not even really yours right it's other people behind the scenes that we don't never see right you need to be the best you you can be and it's really up to them to present you in a light that's palatable to other people if that's possible right Mm -hmm. and so he already won i'm like you were you're fretting over the ratings no 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 you won already the rest is gravy you know if if it works cool hope it does hope you get even better stuff right and so that's the one example i would use of just the pursuit was the thing and so you can't get lost in that the second thing is uh i saw someone on twitter said uh i'm at uh the podcast awards in los angeles and um i I saw all these black podcasters and all of them were talking about the blackout tips right now if you look at the podcast award nominees and uh who won and all that stuff i mean we weren't one we weren't notified we weren't invited we weren't nominated we weren't anything right which is fine uh we probably don't have a listener base of these people right um vast majority i looked at the list afterwards and the vast majority of the people on there they work for companies you know it's it's npr it's uh you know earwolf it's uh you know it's some sort of company that buys podcasts or produces mm-hmm. podcasts themselves and then there were a couple independent people and they were mostly you know comedians or someone with you know some money that came into the thing um totally fine not complaining um uh, but my point is i didn't start the show with and then one day we'll be winning podcast awards oh, no, that's first as a goal Mm-mm. because that was not my goal mm-hmm. i never I, podcast awards didn't even really exist it did not so it was never really a thing on the table for us so to see that list i'm so glad that we have found fulfillment from our audience and from the connections with our fans and stuff because yes. if i was looking for validation from the industry of podcasting it is probably never gonna come for a show as black as ours as independent as ours it's never gonna come unless or or if it does it'll come when we don't need it yeah yeah well obviously even if i mean even if even if it did come it it, you know but it's not about need i'm talking about something else i'm talking about recognition period okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, i'm with you need or not you know it's not money or something Mm -hmm. it's it's just just strictly someone going yo i see what you're doing and you're doing a great job i never like 
i we get that we just don't get it from you know the uh you know iheart media iheart radio podcast awards you know agreed so that's what it made me think about well oh so um maybe you'll get recognition maybe you won't maybe but but you'll always be able to recognize that you gave a chance on yourself and so agreed. you already won that's after battle yes yep and hopefully more stuff happens but you know like i said you already you already did the thing all right let's see we have some emails for karen this is from emerald yes baby good morning i'm listening to episode 2027 where andrew yang welcome andrew yang to the cookout and i wanted to write to karen as a fellow 40 year old woman and i went through it with the hot flashes especially last year was taking black cohosh cohosh which is an herbal supplement and also and all you can be premenopausal, which starts a few years before menopause actually starts some women can start this process as early as the late 30s so you may not have been tripping boo but your doctor can also check your hormone levels webmd link so you know it's real i hope this helps keep doing what y'all do thank you thank you and i, and I do think if there was something wrong uh, uh my doctor would be like hey these numbers don't look right yeah uh here's the thing i know i was just hot though i know you want to help i know you want to help and i'm not saying you're wrong and i'm not trying to dismiss premenopausal oh no that shit is real i just know that's not what karen was going through at the time it wasn't i was like karen it's 80 degrees in the house and you have on sweater okay like you can't everything <laughs> can't you can't look on WebMD for everything <laughs> it's hot in my house nigga you gonna die you have triple aids cancer okay WebMD <laughs> will tell you that shit. Oh, a broken fingernail? I think you mean you have tetanus, uh, te- tetanus, uh, uh, um, what's the other thing called? Uh, rabies. You have tetanus, rabies, tick disease, okay? <laughs> you are a dead person. I'm just saying, she, she was, it was okay. It, it worked out. It's actually been a couple years. It was fine you know you live long enough hopefully you do hit menopause and right all that stuff. it's not this is not a knock on menopause no. i'm not i'm not trying to do that but you know sometimes can't retreat <laughs> it happens i love her but she you know <laughs> it was like no wonder you hot look at the fuck you got on uh, anybody be sweating episode 2024 office depot mind trick uh wallace says office depot if you're really mad you could complain to office depot corporate you might get a coupon for your trouble sometimes you got to report your own to help everybody else out uh i'm i would do that but i ain't no snitch so i'm just gonna oh lord i'm not gonna snitch gonna let them be terrible over there they're gonna they eventually run this right right so they're gonna run themselves out of business eventually plus they'll they'll know it's me they're gonna definitely know it's me because ain't nobody came in there to buy a chest since 1975 they gonna be like oh the one nigga that wanted to buy the chair fuck him <laughs> megan and Trying harry to make me work megan and harry you finally let somebody worthwhile in the cookout uh, in fact make sure you put extra cheese on their grits well, you're welcome and uh <laughs> they can be sitting next to andrew yang i remember when their son was born and certain british tabloids posted a picture of megan harry and a monkey i don't even think it was megan and harry it was like a picture well maybe some people did do that but the one i saw was like a picture from like a movie or some shit with a chimp being like look they taking the baby home from the hospital and it was just like what is wrong with y'all uh and there seems to be no penalty for it even though from my understanding isn't it like literally illegal to be racist in the uk or something like don't they have actual laws against this shit i don't understand how this is happening 
uh crackers ain't changed one bit i remember shaking my head saying this shit will never change nope sure won't wallace uh let's go to the next one brandon right saying voting against your interest sorry in advance lol all right well let's, let's, i don't know why you had to apologize it's your boy brandon what's up rod and karen aka bill monty uh okay it's your boy brandon aka bill monty been a long time since i wrote in but i'm always supporting the show because you two deserve it i'll admit with the damn primary heating up and about to kick off while at work i wanted to dig a little further back to the previous episode where you guys brought it up also an insanity check show you were on the whole seasons made me remember uh that you two were the first that helped me realize something people don't vote against their interests regardless of what you think they should be right you hear a lot of that about trump or red red in general voters you'll likely hear it about black people when bernie loses this primary to uncle joe lol Mm -hmm. ultimately though if i've learned nothing else is that everyone votes for their own interests and more importantly only you can define what your interests are we can both be successful black men from the same culture but my interest interest may be fuck student loans go bernie or warren and your interest may be feeling like a man so you vote against women's rights that could be your thing we all have different uh different things that are important to us and it's something that needs to be understood in my opinion when talking about how people choose to vote yeah there's also weird things like like i don't know if our crowd online or if you had the same crowd as me online but there's a lot of people that really think um lowering debt or canceling debt for college is gonna be like this huge fucking thing that everybody wants the one thing i do notice that keeps getting skipped over in that argument is the assumption is that you went to college what does that do for me if i don't if i didn't go to college what the fuck do i care if your college debt gets erased right right but that's the kind of like like i said the kind of twittering sort of twitter the twitterization of these policies has happened i think a lot of the consideration is more about like what do people on twitter who are mostly college educated probably that the ones that spend all day on twitter going back and forth over politics are probably mostly mm-hmm. college educated right yeah they care about getting some free college like i got a bunch of student debt and i would like to have none yeah, you but, know but somebody who did not go don't but care. but like i if your policy is about literally socialism that's little like that pr- people that could that went to college is not necessarily on the bottom rung of our society Mm-mm. you know now if you want to talk about increasing like minimum wage or something okay right that's more of a that's more of a actual like we trying to help people that that really are getting fucked over and stuff now i'm not saying college debt is okay blah 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 whatever but some of this shit sounds like give me some free shit and i want to take rich people shit that's that's cool but that's not necessarily where the pulse of the country is so when we talk about what people's interests are not a lot of them don't align up even when you're black because there's black people college educated who go "Ooh, free college yes yes fucking give me my money back and there's black people without college degrees probably a lot of them who are like i don't give a fuck which of these rich white people that gives other people free college i there's other shit i need no 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 offense um 
this primary is basically two camps people who want to be excited mainly white leftists and people just trying to survive on a recent show you guys stated uh we will still have to keep fighting uh just to keep rights let alone gain new ones uh that we should have as well as other marginalized groups that's why anyone who's bernie or bus they're the main ones sorry to single them out not really uh don't have your interest at heart probably just their own any anyways just wanted to get that rant in on the show appreciate you reading this keep being the best as y'all always have so yeah Mm -hmm. i i'm like i said i'm not i just think we have to at least have some realism about how people work and if your whole thing is and that's why i don't really talk all that ally shit when i talk about votes if your thing is i'm gonna get people to vote based on how they feel about other people that aren't them you're not gonna reach most people with that because most people don't give a shit about other people even your well-meaning good intention left voters still vote from a selfish place so while you need policies that do consider stuff like you know because let's be frank most of the people advocating for free student loan shit is people that got student loans correct i mean it's ain't rocket science you know what i'm saying it's really for them they're not saying i'm doing this for the next patch of students but because because you know what find a motherfucker that's paid their student loans off and see what they say they can be voting left as you want all day and then they be jealous as fuck mm-hmm. people, people on the left that are upset minimum wages raising because they're like i don't even make bitch i gotta go up for you too it's and 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 that's the thing a lot of times when it comes to self-interest sometimes voting particularly with black people when they vote for their own self-interest that individually but normally as a totality it ends up benefiting everybody in the long run like the whole like you know it kind of boosts everybody up even a little bit even the poor white people that will look at them and call them a nigga it helps you too it actually benefits everybody um and it's uh very frustrating you know like right say when you talk to people and like you said yeah most people do vote on their same on, on on interest the thing that's somewhat unifying and this is still not unifying is like healthcare, universal health care but you would have some motherfuckers that would like let them burn let them die but a lot of times they have money so they don't care yeah the real question is what do people think their self there is in their best interest correct that's the real question here and that uh, no we're really used to examining that with white people mm-hmm. even when we let them lie to us mm-hmm it's the economy okay well mm-hmm. clearly the republicans are way worse for the economy yeah study statistics have shown that every single time they fucking get in office right don't that, so we know that that's a lie but we let them live on that lie in the media most of the time but people don't really ask or care about what black people want and the ones who do speak up don't often speak for everybody you know that ados shit you know that's not even like black people from america in a lot of cases starting these you got russian bots and shit starting these divisive ass trends like it's it's scary as fuck right now and that's why i'm you know i hope that the candidates are doing more on the ground and less digitally with social media you know i think people people are gonna look back and realize how harmful social media was to these campaigns and to the political discourse because um studies have shown and i think i'll read it in depth tomorrow uh if we do the show tomorrow okay. uh but there there there's evidence that shows online communities are the extremes of politics yes and it seems like a no duh type of thing right everyone listening goes yeah of course we all knew that yeah except i'm watching politicians craft their arguments 
for extreme people on social media and i'm telling you i'm not sure that's gonna work no nope. and everyone should be a little concerned I, i'm sorry but everyone should be a little concerned we are not the country all the way to the left we are not mm-hmm. that country mm-hmm. and if the shit keeps losing the people all the way to the right are gonna keep winning because that one party is all the way to the right and i know people go well you match it with fire and we should be all the way to the left and i'm like i'm not really sure that's what the people in the middle are waiting on and and while we're playing games of theory online i'm not you better fucking win you better fucking win if this was such the case i just don't if bernie is like the guy on the left that goes as far left as you can fucking go i don't think he is but let's say he is we accepted that he's the one in the race that is that guy why isn't he just always winning and blowing everybody the fuck out why is this man old as fuck and he just don't win he can't why couldn't he be hillary you know what i'm saying like something doesn't add up here the reality online is clearly joe biden is a terrible candidate and has no business in this race but you look at the polls and you ask your old black people they gonna vote for his ass it's a goddamn disconnect there's a lot of people's voices who aren't in the room but they are in the voting booth right and i, and I think the, the 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 repudiation of that is where the fallacy lies that that whole we don't need to consider that we don't need to think about them fuck them that's where that's where the defeat is in my opinion and i'm not saying that means joe biden's gonna win or lose but just something about that being one reality online and being a completely different way off something isn't right there so maybe maybe i'll be wrong i really would love to see joe biden not win um but it just feels like it's a march towards joe biden as much as y'all said hillary clinton was a coronation this joe biden thing feels like even more of a coronation to me yes it does and the thing is that there's nothing wrong with with we'll talk about it tomorrow but i said there's nothing wrong with scrutinizing nothing wrong with pick pick a pick and pull apart but the diversity that online claim they won't they fucking run all the diversity away and then right. complain about how wise the old white people bitch you ran everybody away so you get what you get now right uh sticky situation is the last one from cassie who says hey rod and karen this is late but i just wanted you to know that i love my greeting card and sticker oh you know what we appreciate that you love it okay Mm -hmm. that's what we send it out for to be loved on yes um i usually don't send in for one because it seemed it seemed like adding more work to y'all's plate the sticker pulled me in i used to collect stickers when i was a kid and i think it was like my poor woman's version of documenting history i had a tin of stickers from trips events and the ones that doctors give you after a shot election stickers etc as you can tell i'm a sticker for i'm a sucker for a good sticker oh anyways thank you thanks for all that you do i hope you all have a great weekend and she sent a picture of her laptop and it had stickers on it and uh it had sticker for where's my 40 acres kamala harris um i can't read this other one it's like negro something oh negro cannon i don't know i don't know what that one is and then it had two of the blackout tips our live showing and the the one i mailed off so yo that's dope i'm glad you enjoyed the stickers and getting some good use out of them that's i love when people send us the pictures of what they did with the stickers you know what i say negro con oh is that what it says negro con it is i think that is a negro con one i didn't know they had a well 
don't know it might be a negro comment i'm not 100 sure but anyway these are dope stickers thank you mm-hmm. all right y'all that's it for today we appreciate y'all uh we'll be back tomorrow justin will be the guest uh i know Yay. everybody likes justin sundays these days um and we'll also have some sport reviews for you afterwards um i'm watching marriage story and i think a beautiful day in the neighborhood so we should get at least two movie reviews for you tomorrow as well mm-hmm. uh until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.